FIRE 1180. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution? Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a chat to see why Podcast Websites is for you. Ignite. No need for two phones. Just get a second line added to your mobile phone. Visit evoice.com and use promo code FIRE for a 60-day free trial. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. Looking for an easy way to meet with your team minus the hassle? Visit gotomeeting.com and click that Try It Free button for your free 30-day trial. That's gotomeeting.com. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jeff Goins. Jeff, are you prepared to ignite? Ignite me, John. Yes! <laughs> Jeff is a full-time writer who lives just outside of Nashville, Tennessee, with his wife, son, and Border Collie. He's the author of four books, including the national bestseller, The Art of Work. His website, goinswriter.com, has been visited by more than four million people from all over the world. Jeff, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse in your personal life, brother. Yeah, well, first of all, 1180, crazy. Congrats on that. Amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Like last time I was here, we were in like the 700s. 807 so. specifically. <laughs> it was like, I felt like two weeks ago or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, doing great, man. Uh, not in San Diego. So, right. you know, like uh, staying, trying to stay warm. But um, yeah, doing doing wonderful. Uh, big, big stuff going on for me is working on the new book and starting to build a team and, you know, fun stuff. It is fun stuff. And Fire Nation, I know that you recognize Jeff's voice because not only was he on episode 807, which is mind-blowing, that was 380 episodes ago, Jeff, but you were also on episode 454. So Fire Nation, just go type Jeff in the search bar. Both of those episodes, including this one, episode 1180, will be up there. And on 807, that was pretty special because we got into a deep dive on the art of work, you know, which became a national bestseller. So congratulations on that, Jeff. Thanks, man. Thanks for your support. Absolutely. And I want to thank you for your support now here today because you're coming back for a third time on EO Fire. And I know your time is valuable. And you're one of 33 guests that I hand selected to come on during this 33 day Freedom Journal campaign that we're doing. And we're going to talk about goals today because that's what the focus of the Freedom Journal is. And that's what I know you have accomplished to, to get to where you are today. So can you just kind of take a second and share with Fire Nation why goals are important to you? Goals are important to me because uh, I wouldn't get anything done without them. I feel like I have no self-discipline and am really unorganized and not good at scheduling things. And, <laughs> like I'm just not a good type A person. Uh, and yet I love setting goals. I love the thrill of dreaming about what could be and then tenaciously working towards that that outcome. And it doesn't always work, but more often than not, it does. So I, I believe in goal setting in spite of my messiness and um, you know frazzledness sometimes. I believe in writing things down and then working towards those goals. And I love the feeling that you get, not only when you're planning it and preparing for it and hoping and dreaming for it, but also the thrill of accomplishing it. 
Well, you don't write a national bestseller without setting a series of goals. And and you've done that obviously very successfully with The Art of Work and Fire Nation. If you haven't checked that out yet, I mean, theartofwork.com is just a place you got to go to to see what they have going on there because Jeff has poured his knowledge into this book and and this new book that's coming out is going to be incredible as well. And we can get to that in a little bit. But first, Jeff, I want to kind of dive in and focus on the specific goal-setting measure of SMART goals, which is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. What's critical is that you have all of those ingredients when you're first setting that goal. But is there one, Jeff, that kind of jumps out to you as something that you want to kind of talk about for a minute with Fire Nation? There is, John. I, I think that goals are interesting. I am I'm kind of like an anti-dreamer. <laughs> uh, and I believe in dreams, but I believe in realistic and reasonable dreams. And the reason for that is because I, um, I grew up in a small town around a lot of people who would say, someday I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go do this, that, or the other thing. But they would never take action. They would never do anything with that. And so I got really jaded about all that stuff. And for a long time, I was like, I'm just not going to set goals. And that didn't really work out well for me either. (laughs) But when I finally started setting goals, I learned that it was really important that you had to believe that you could accomplish that goal. That if you did the work and line things up. So, you know, one of the goals that I set a while back was I want to write a best selling book. And I set that goal eight months before The Art of Work launched. And I set numbers. You know, I, I didn't say I want to sell a million books because. In the back of my mind, I didn't know that I could do that, but I said, I want to, I want to sell 10,000 books before the book even comes out, which would land, likely land the book on several bestsellers lists. I ended up selling 15,000 pre-orders. But I think having a, um, having an attainable goal and, and, um, you know, knowing that you, if you do the work, you can, you can see that result is really, really important. Uh, my friend Michael Hyatt says it like this, and I like this. He says, um, you want to move out of the comfort zone of things that you know that you can do, but not move into what he calls the delusional zone where you go, I just want to, you know, I want to make a billion dollars tomorrow or something and stay in what he calls the discomfort zone. I love that. To me, that you can set attainable goals that still make you uncomfortable, but you go, man, if I if I did everything right and line the dominoes up, you know, in the right way, this could happen. Those are the kind of goals I try to set. Well, I'd love that you chose attainable for a very specific reason because Jeff, you're actually the eleventh episode of the wow. thirty-three. So you're we're one third of the way there, so to speak, and you're the first person to choose attainable. Um, really? So that's super cool. You, we've now officially completed the the five fecta. So we have all five that have been talked about in length by great guests of EO Fire. So thanks for uh, completing that, and thanks to the power of Skype and Skype chat. You know, Jeff was able to alert me, guys. The actual website is art of workbook.com and I'm going to say that one more time art of workbook.com so definitely go check out why Jeff became a bestseller with that and why there's 15,000 people who raised their hands and said hey I want this and I myself and Kate are two of those 15,000 I can guarantee you that thank you now Jeff I want to kind of move to a story within your journey you know back 
on Chiefs. What episode was that again? Episode 454. You talked with yeah. Fire Nation about your worst moment and then an aha moment you've had. But now let's talk about a story of a time you set a goal and the steps you took to accomplish that goal. Just take us there and bring us through that. You know, this, uh, I was sort of waffling on what story to tell here, even though you, you know, asked me to prepare for this. And um, I said, Jeff, please prepare. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, John, I don't prepare. No, um, uh, I was thinking about this because I'm really um, cynical. <laughs> I'm really skeptical about these big audacious promises that online marketers make about numbers and all these things. I think there's something to be said about, you know, you know, shooting, you know, shooting for the the moon. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, breakthrough in our lives tends to look like small, you know, steps that build up to momentum over time. So, you know, the things I tend to emphasize are like my first thousand email subscribers, because that's a big, big deal. My yeah. first thousand dollars that I made. But I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about something that was a big deal to me that I didn't know I could accomplish. But I thought like I thought I might be able to. And uh, a few years ago, I met the first person I ever knew who uh, had become a millionaire, who'd gone from nothing, literally nothing, to making millions of dollars a year. And he told me to read this book called Think and Grow Rich and uh, you know a number of other books, The Strangest Secret, stuff that I know you're familiar with, John. I think we've talked about this before. But really, it's this idea that you need to be able to visualize the thing that you want to accomplish and um, and then make it happen. And so a few years ago, I started a business as we, as we talked about on that first episode. I you know I just wanted to be a writer, and I ended up starting selling online courses, teaching other writers, and then also uh, writing and publishing books about these ideas that I wanted to spread that I thought would make people's lives better. Back three years ago, I said, "Man, wouldn't it be amazing if I could make a million dollars a year?" And so I set this goal three years ago, and this year. Um, we're going to accomplish it. Wow. I mean, uh, cue the applause in the background because we were just had Chris Brogan on actually yesterday, Jeff, and he was breaking down what it takes to make a million dollars. That's $22,000 a week. I mean, that's wow. no chump change. Yeah, it's incredible. So yeah, that's that happened and uh, super exciting. And, uh, yeah, it, it feels, it feels great. And there's all kinds of, you know, uh, work that has to be done now. Like I said, oh, yeah. we're building, building a team to manage all these, you know, processes that we set in place and whatnot, as you know, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a big deal and, um, it was a lot of fun to be able to check that off. No, well, I appreciate you sharing that story. And, you know, we wanted to move into the next, you know, just like, how did it feel? And like, what are you doing next? And you just kind of broke that down and, and that's awesome. I mean, cause Fire Nation, it takes a team to to yeah. run a six seven figure business. You know, if you're going to be running a business during that kind of revenue, it takes a team. So I love how you broke that down. And speaking of teams, Jeff, what would you actually consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? My biggest weakness is details. And uh, about six months ago, I was drowning in my business. And I was ready to just kind of close up shop and say, I'm done. I'm done making money for the rest of the year. I'm done, frankly, helping people. I'm just going to go right. And I have a weird business, I think, in the sense that uh, my business sort of funds the creative work that I do. And the creative work brings an in income too, but the idea of the business is I'm kind of sharing what I'm learning as a full-time writer and packaging and selling that to other writers and creative entrepreneurs. And um, that you know has basically funded my ability to go and write, not worry about how well this book is going to sell or anything like that, uh, which I think is different from other writers, you know, who would um, who might be speaking or you know speaking a lot 
or teaching at colleges, my, you know, sort of income generator is this business. So halfway through the year, you know, it, I'd made about half a million dollars and I was like, I'm like, I'm so stressed. I'm just done. Like, I don't need to make any more money. I don't need that much money to live. So I'm just going to be done. And it was a selfish thought, but I was just so exhausted mm-hmm. of doing things with a bunch of contractors and, and people that were good people, but I'd burn them out, you know, every three or four months and have to start fresh. And I was just tired. And so what I did was I went around and whined to all of my friends. And <laughs> one of those friends said, hey, I can help you with that, with all those details that you frankly suck at and you can still hit your goal. Because I had this goal that this year was going to be the year that we were going to yeah. break seven figures. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to do it. You know, this was the one goal that I wrote on an index card in Jan- last January and, and I would put in the visor of my car and look at it every day. And I was like, I, I just don't want it. If it's going to cost me this, I don't, I don't want it. I'm, I'm fine. And he said, I can help you do that. And you can hit your goal and you will have to work less. <laughs> and I was like, okay, where do I sign? And so I ended up hiring this person to basically help me run the operations of, of the business, to be my details guy. And I would not have been able to do this without his help. And so you mentioned team. That's so important. Oh, so important. And um, I also learned that make it a million dollars or $10 million or whatever, um, it cannot be about you, at least in, in my opinion. It can't be about, oh, I, I need to buy a big house or whatever. And that's fine. I mean, those things can happen. But I think those are byproducts of, I need to help this many people. How do you do the kind of work that helps $22,000 worth of income in terms of help for other people? How do you add that much value? And what I realized, you know, halfway through the year was um, there are people out there who need what I have to offer and I've got to find a way to help them that's not going to burn me out. And details is one of my biggest weaknesses and I needed to bring somebody in who, who, you know, who cared about that stuff so that I could be doing my best work, which was not that. And you did make that comment earlier that, hey, this kind of sounds a little selfish, but the reality is, Jeff and Fire Nation specifically want you to take this in. Is that it's selfish in the way that you know you put on you put on your own oxygen mask before you put on somebody else's because yeah. you can't help your audience if you're not helping yourself. So you know Jeff had to step back and say, "Hey, like I'm going to get burnt out. I'm not going to be of help to anybody. So I need to. Yes, it's gonna it's going to be an added expense to my business. But hey, it's it's a lot better to to be keeping you know 25 percent." or sorry, to be keeping 75% of a million than it is to be keeping, you know, like 80% of $500,000. I mean, just the math is there. So totally understand where you're coming from. Now, Jeff, what would you say your biggest strength is? I think the thing that I I keep thinking is obvious for other people that isn't is um, this ability to identify opportunity and then figure out a way to uh, maximize that opportunity. Meaning, um, hey, like we've got this course that we teach about blogging uh, that whenever we sell it, people buy it. Um, but, you know, there's lots of times where we're not selling this. Like, how do we figure out a way to sell that every month where people, you know, buy it? And and then just start, well, I'll just talk to people and I'll kind of figure these pieces out and figure out how to do like an evergreen launch or, you know, do these different things. I I identify opportunity. And I actually think in order to be an entrepreneur, that's a really important skill is to be able to see 
something out of basically nothing. People go, oh, no, there's nothing there. And you go, no, 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 there's something there. We could do something with this. And it's not just dreaming. It's I guess it's vision is what, is what it comes down to. I keep assuming that other people have that. And I think it can be nurtured and grown and developed. Uh, but it's something to me that feels very obvious that doesn't feel you know obvious to other people uh, a lot of times. And as I mentioned, I would not be able to have that vision. I wouldn't have been able to say, okay, in the next year, here are the things that we need to do that we need to line up to get to this next level if I was constantly having to manage those details. So hiring that guy to help manage those details that move me up into a more strategic visionary role uh, helped everything. And it really helped us you know, get that, that other $500,000 of revenue for the rest of the year. Jeff, we've alluded to a couple of things that you're fired up about right now, but what's the one thing that you can share with Fire Nation that you're most excited about today? Well, if I'm honest, I am excited about the freedom. And I know this sound like I hear people scoff at this sometimes, but I'm excited about the freedom that building a team will afford me. And I'm realistic about that. Uh, Rory Vaden wrote a, a great book about, um, he calls it uh, procrastinating on purpose. But one of the things he says is if you're going to hire somebody, uh, you think they're going to replace a bunch of work for you, which they are, but in the short term, in the interim, it will be more work, right? Because they don't know how to do that job you know, as well as they're going to need to know how to do it, and certainly not as well as you know how to do it right now if you're doing it as a solopreneur or whatever. Um, so you're going to have to train them, right? And you're going to have to invest more time into getting them to a place where they can re- replace you or replace 80% of your output. And I've been doing that over the past several months, creating systems, training people, you know, building these things and it's taken more time, but I only have to do that once if I do it well. Okay, here's how to here's how to do this. Now you go and you send me a report once a week and I can move on and do other stuff. So I'm excited about that and I'm particularly excited about, you know, the next six months I'm gonna be, have my head down oh, yeah. basically working on this next book. But that's where you thrive. Like you thrive head down, being creative, being Jeff Goins. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I mean I like leading, I like casting vision. I like inspiring, uh, other, other people. Um, I read a book recently that helped me reframe this. I used to think that like, I just needed to write and then like have people do things for me. And those people just needed to leave me alone. Right. And I just needed to write and they needed to do their jobs. This is like incidentally, not the best way to run a team, just (laughs) FYI. But I didn't want to be like all of my executive friends who spend 75% of their time in meetings that that was going to, I wanted to you know, blow my brains out if that's what I had to do. Right. Because um, what I do is I create stuff. And then if we can have systems that kind of push that content out to the audience, that's what I wanted to do. What I have, how I've reframed that recently is I read a book. I'm reading a book right now with a mastermind called The Leadership Engine. Forget the name of the author, The Leadership Engine. Basically, the idea is this. Leaders need to raise up other leaders. That's um, the, the, the best companies, the best organizations thrive because they have great leaders, which is you know kind of obvious. But what they define a leader as, which I found interesting, is a teacher. Hmm. All a good leader does is teach other leaders how to lead. And I love that. I love teaching. That's what I do all day long in books, on podcasts, in blog posts. I love teaching. And so I'm really excited about not just having a group of people who do stuff for me, but if I could have a team of leaders that I get to invest in and teach and help them do their jobs better, that's what I get excited about. And I've started thinking of basically my team as a mini version of an audience that I get to invest in and help 
see them succeed. Same way I'm doing, you know, with hundreds of thousands of, you know, email subscribers and, you know, blog readers, I could do this with a, you know, small team of, of people that are helping, you know, grow the brand and build the business. That's, you know, doing the writing is exciting, but that I've gotten really, really excited about too. I mean, Fire Nation, you can hear Jeff's passion in his voice, and we're going to be continuing getting that passion out of him in the Freedom Rounds, but we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Sick of the hassle, time, and money it takes to hold a meeting? We've all been there before, and we know we could be spending our bandwidth in much better ways. But of course, meeting with your clients and coworkers is important, so just meet with them online with GoToMeeting because it's a smarter way to meet. GoToMeeting makes it easy to meet anytime, anyplace, because with GoToMeeting, you can meet from any computer, tablet, or smartphone without the hassle, time, and money it takes to travel somewhere. Afraid it'll be too techy for your team? No way. Anyone can join just by clicking a link. No signups required. I want you to sign up for GoToMeeting today. Try it free for 30 days, nothing to lose. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free button. Do it now and have your first meeting up and running in minutes. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. Most entrepreneurs I know are addicted to their mobile phones. And why not? We're working from home in our cars, shared office spaces, even dorm rooms. Plus, we're working with remote employees, freelancers, and multiple team players. Heck, when you consider all the time we spend on our mobile phones, you might even say we love them. But keeping personal and business calls separate can be tough. You might even use two mobile phones, but that's expensive, not to mention annoying. What if you missed that one big call you've been waiting for? That's why I use eVoice. You don't have to buy a second phone or get a second line. There you go. Now you've got yet another reason to love your phone. So go ahead and grab it. Yep, the mobile phone that's right in your hands. And visit eVoice.com and add a second line today. eVoice is offering Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial. Visit eVoice.com and use promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Jeff, are you prepared for the freedom rounds? I am. Yes. (laughs) Why do you feel most entrepreneurs fail to set smart goals? Laziness. What is the most important action entrepreneurs can take once they've set a goal? I think the best thing they can do is take the first step and to make sure that every, uh, every goal is broken down into single actionable steps, not big giant leaps. Uh, so take the first step. What's an action that you take every day? I try to do one important thing every day, and I try to do that thing first thing in the morning. How important is accountability when setting goals? I think it's essential that you have people around you that will both encourage you in your goals and also help you stay reasonable, make sure those goals are actually attainable. And if not, they're going to hold you accountable to sort of recalibrating and resetting those goals to be audacious, but also reasonable, reasonably audacious goals. Yes. (laughs) Now you mentioned procrastinating on purpose by Rory Vaden. Is there another book that you think uh, would help Fire Nation in their journey of setting and accomplishing goals? I think that book that I mentioned, The Leadership Engine, is it's a leadership book and leaders have to be goal-oriented to not only grow themselves, but to grow their teams, the people whom they're leading and the organizations that they're either starting or a part of. Uh, I think that's essential. I'd recommend that. It's, it's a good book. Cool. I haven't read it, so on my list. And Jeff, let's end today on Fire Brother with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. 
Best way you can connect with me. Um, you know, I don't really ever say this, but I actually think this would be applicable here is um, I tried to put all of the best ideas that I had uh, about what it takes to take a dream and turn it into a reality and the things that I think we get right and wrong about that. I put that into the book, The Art of Work. And so um, I would recommend checking that out. Uh, I'm not you know, making a pitch for you to buy something. If you go to my blog, goingswriter.com, sign up for the email list, you'll get the first couple of chapters for free and you can read that and you know, take that and do it with it whatever you want. Um, and also see if you, you, know, you want to get the whole book. But that's goingswriter.com. Go there, sign up for the email list and you'll immediately get the first couple of chapters of my new book, The Art of Work. And the parting piece of guidance. The parting piece of guidance is, uh, well, I, you know, the easy thing is keep listening to John. Uh, I really think that the, the, the best thing that has happened to me, and it really feels like it's happened to me, that I recommend people do is get in a mastermind group. You know, whether that's online, offline, in person, every week, you know, once a quarter, get into a regular group of people who get you, get your goals, and are going to help you get to where you want to go. I joined a mastermind group three years ago and I was making $30,000 a year mm-hmm. and this year we made a million. <laughs> I mean, Fire Nation, what more do you need to hear? And you know this because you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with and you've been hanging out with JG and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Jeff in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with his prior two episodes, this episode, everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, If you're as convinced as I am about how awesome Art of Work is, then go to artofworkbook.com, grab that book. Alternatively, or also go to goinswriter.com, definitely jump on his email list. It is awesome for a reason. And Jeff, I just want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. It's time to share your voice and message with the world, and our free podcast course will show you the way. Text podcast course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite.